Welcome back to Show Me Today. Representative Dave Griffith of Jefferson City has a bill filed for the legislative session with the mission to lower Missouri's suicide rate among military veterans. Elisa Nelson has more. I, I filed 12 bills uh, uh, last Friday, and of those 12 bills, seven of those were veteran or military-related. Uh, some of the bills that I've, I've filed are ones that I filed last year or the year before. With veterans, the veteran suicide uh, bill is probably my top priority. Um, it passed out of the House last year, 156 to 0, and made it to the Senate. Um, it was the next to be the, to be third read and passed uh, in, in the Senate on the last day of session. And the, we all know by now what happened on the last day, and it, it pretty much shut down. Uh, so that bill was uh, was left hanging, and um, and really unfortunately, uh, in the last two years, we've only passed one veteran bill. Uh, out of the Senate. Only one veteran bill in two years is really, uh, it's a shame that that's happened. But the veteran suicide is something that um, is a real real big concern of mine and is a concern to the the veteran community. The hashtag 22 is the number of veterans that commit suicide every day. Uh, That number during COVID went to hashtag 28. We thought that number was being addressed and coming down, but uh, in recent studies, I think we found that it can actually be as much as uh, 30 veterans uh, a day across the country that are committing suicide. And those veterans, uh, I think really uh, most of those are post-9-11 veterans. They're the ones that served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And why that particular war um, is causing more suicide than others, um, I'm not I'm not real sure. We don't have an answer to that. We had a, uh, a veteran here, <clears throat> we had an interim committee two summers ago, the, and at, during that, we talked about veteran suicide and mental health. It really tried to get to the root of some of those issues and what they, why that is. We're still, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, I've got some ideas as to what we can do, um, but it's going to be a t- collaboration between the, uh, the, the military services and those that are separating from the, from the military. But that's going to be my top priority. Well, let's talk about um, your bill about veteran suicide. What would that do? Really, it's going to put the onus on the Missouri Veterans Commission to start to collect data and as to where these where these suicides are happening, um, what branch of service they're happening, uh, to really try to look at best practices across the country as to what other states are doing to address the same issue. Um, and I really can I really can give Paul Kirchhoff, the executive director of the Missouri Veterans Commission, I can really give a tip of the hat to him because even though the bill has not passed, a lot of the components of the bill, the Missouri Veterans Commission took it up anyway, and they, and they're doing that that very same thing. They're doing that thing. But um, I, I think it's important for for all of our veteran community and, and all those organizations like like the American Legion or, or VFW, for them to be able to talk with their membership and to be able to look at ways to identify um, identify those that have suicidal ideation and to be able to address it before the the worst thing happens and I think that um, by having this by passing this bill um, it's an education thing to where we're gonna be able to tell communities what they can do right now we have a uh, Department of Mental Health um, John Sabala is a kind of a one-man band over at the Missouri Department of Health that deals with veterans and veteran suicide and veteran mental health issues. 
there's a team that uh, that they have formed that can go into a community that maybe has a higher uh, higher incident count of, of suicide or in veteran suicide. They, and they can go in and they've got a two-hour course that they can give to those, that community and those community leaders there and, or, and veteran organizations that can kind of give them some signs about and, and what to do once you see that. Um, I worked for the American Red Cross for six years, and um, we taught CPR. And we taught um, signs that if somebody's having a heart attack or having a stroke. And there was actually a, a little card that we had that you could refer to that to tell you what those signs were, and if you saw those, what to do. I would like to see us develop that, a, a card that is very similar to that, that we can give to families and we can give to, to communities that um, if their friend or if their loved one or a good friend of theirs starts acting differently, that um, they are, are saying things that are not really um, things that they've ever said before, and, and kind of I did that and a change in their attitude. Um, but I think the one one thing that, that needs to happen is we need to have the courage to be able to have those hard conversations, uh, to be able to say, you know, I, I I don't know what's going on, but if there's something going on, um, can we talk about it? Um, I, you, don't, you, don't, you don't seem to be the same person that I, I've known for, for a long, long time. Those conversations are hard to have, but for so many that uh, that are in the military, um, or so many that uh, are veterans that we have, they hesitate in talking about their personal problems because they, if they're in the military, they're afraid they're going to lose their job, um, they're going to lose their rank, they're going to be discharged and uh, kicked out of the service. For many of those that have a job that, um, like in law enforcement or uh, EMT, uh, EMS uh, personnel. They're afraid they're going to lose their job if they come forward. Um, we heard this in testimony that a, um, a family, a, a mom and a, and a daughter from Springfield, um, their husband was um, on the. He was a, a lieutenant colonel in the, in the National Guard. He was a uh, also a police officer in, in Springfield uh, Police Department, and they knew he had some issues, but they didn't know it was that serious until he killed himself. And in the interview that we had with them here at the, during that hearing, and then we I had another interview with them this past summer, um, they still talk about how much they're missing. And they talk about why didn't we force him into doing something but uh, in getting some help. And that's the, that's the big hurdle that we need to try and overcome is to, to get those folks to, uh, to the right people. 988 um, is a great resource for for all people that are uh, dealing with mental health issues, and especially with suicide, and if if you if they if veterans call nine nine eight eight, they press one. They talk to a they talk to a veteran. They talk to somebody that um, has walked in the same uh, boots that they have, that that knows. Um, and so often we hear, I know how you feel. Um, you know when when you talk to somebody that has lost a parent, and you say, I know how you feel. Well, if you haven't lost a parent. You really don't know how, you, how they feel. For veterans, if uh, if we have a real good counselor that talks to them and they say and they and they say, well, I know how you feel. Well, if you have if you haven't been outside the wire, you haven't been downrange, if you haven't been in combat, you don't know. And I can tell you for a fact that when you go into combat, uh, you're you, you're a changed person afterwards. 
um, and you will be for the rest of your life. There are things that you see and things that you do that affect you. Um, there's a thing called moral injury, and it's a, a new term that came that I, I recently learned, I guess three or four years ago, about that if you, uh, in the course of, of battle, if you uh, if you know that you kill somebody, based on your beliefs and, and how you were raised, that's going to have an effect on you. It's going to affect you for the rest of your life. And so, uh, being able to, to deal with those uh, is a real uh, is a real issue, uh, but it's one that we need to address. You have State Representative Dave Griffith of Jefferson City joining Show Me Today, and he is here to talk about uh, what some of the veterans-related bills that are priority for the next legislative session. He serves as the House Veterans Committee chairman and has for the past four years. Uh, if you missed our interview, you can check it out in podcast form. It's available. All you got to do is subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Show me today.